Haven't you heard? A queen is on the rise. Wear a mini hat so she can open up your eyes. Join the convo, the podcast is lit. Cop a pen to the spice up your fit, yeah. She's a producer, you can buy her to a remix. She do the most, but she ain't come to do the least. Whether it's the combo or the music you want, find it all here at tttalks.com. Come and stimulate your mind with tttalks. Promise you'll never fall behind when tttalks. The knowledge you're seeking, you can find when tttalks.com. So come on and get with tttalks, yeah. Peace, family. It's your girl, T.T. from T.T. Talks. So glad to be back behind the mic again to bring you some more bomb content. Been deep in the grind, y'all. Been working. I've been gardening. I've been traveling. I've been pumping out content. Just been a little busy bee. Um, A few weeks back, I actually had the opportunity to attend the Magical Mystic Expo in Smyrna, Georgia. Shout out to M. Rain on such a powerful event. The Rise of the Divine Feminine energy was fantastic uh in an upcoming episode i'm definitely going to put all of the interviews that i had at the expo i'm gonna put it all in one place but you can actually find my individual interviews with the videos now um on youtube so just go to tt talks on youtube it'll be there all the magical mystic expo uh lovely interviews with auntie alice gary with Lamar Fire with Brigitte Stargate, Tasha Tasha, Coach Kair, and Mr. Pitts, the Balloon Man. All of that is going to be on my YouTube channel. And check it out in an upcoming episode on TT Talks. I know you're going to enjoy it. I've really been enjoying all the great content that's been coming out. Um, Just in black arts in general, uh, When They See Us by Ava DuVernay. I'm actually probably halfway through the second episode in a four-part series. Um, it's really heavy, Whew, it's a lot. But Ava is a really wonderful storyteller. She's really masterful at it. And um, I appreciate her treatment of this project. Um, and I think this is a good time for for it to be coming out so that's all i'm gonna say on that i can't speak too much on it until i finish it but up to this point that's all i have to say about that i just appreciate ava duvernay and just her presence in the arts and the the voice that she speaks in it's it's really powerful and i just i really appreciate the sister i'd love to have her on tt talks i'm gonna go ahead and speak that into existence right now Ava DuVernay is going to be on TT Talks, let me tell you. And we're going to have a good time. And everybody's going to be going crazy at how fabulous the interview went. See what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm for real, though. Then the second season of She's Gotta Have It is absolutely masterful, in my opinion. It just came out. Um, If you remember way back in episode five, my sis Liz came on and we had a dope discussion about season one of She's Gotta Have It. And I just saw Liz a few days ago and we talked about doing another show to talk about season two. So I will reserve my full commentary until then. But let me just say one thing. I love how Spike has used his movies to pay homage to Brooklyn. And the entire series, season one and two, It was just a beautiful love letter to his beloved Brooklyn. Just everything, the detail about it was just really, really beautiful and powerful. And I'm thinking because he was dealing with so much social commentary in the series and people have kind of been going back and forth about that, they're really missing just a lot of the subtleties in the show that's really beautiful and powerful. So, but I'll talk more about that. I am, I I certainly enjoyed the second season. And um, I also have some interesting, you know, counter commentary as well, as I should. Um, But speaking of Brooklyn, I will be there the weekend of June 22nd, 23rd at the Afros and Audios Podcast Festival. Y'all, I'm so hyped for this event. And I'm just, I'm excited to link with some of my podcast comrades and I'm really excited about participating in the State of Black podcast discussion. Um, I really can't wait. And if you're interested in attending, you can go to www.afrosandaudio.com. Been receiving so much support and I thank you all just who reached out to me, telling me you're enjoying the show, you're sharing the links in the videos, you're purchasing merch, you're rocking my 
our merch and tagging me in it on Instagram and using the TT Talks hashtag. Um, it's just, it's really overwhelming and I really do appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. I mean, li- like a sister of mine just sent me an audio clip of her little one singing TT Talks song, you know, and talking about she want to listen to TT Talks and she want to see TT Talks. So y'all just don't know how much that means to me. Keep sharing the content, keep enjoying the content, keep, you know, purchasing merch, keep visiting tttalks.com. Patreon is also another way that you can support me. You can send donations to my website. You know, I take all that cash app, PayPal, Venmo, crypto, you know, TT don't turn down no coins. <laughs> please like follow subscribe share if you are enjoying you can go to tt talks group and fan page on facebook at tt talks on ig at miss tt talks on twitter that's ms tt talks on youtube at miss tt talks at gmail.com cell phone 850-509-1194 that's my cell phone number hit me up on the low <laughs> Oh, shout out to Mike Jones. Who? That may have gone over the heads of all of my youngins out there. (laughs) But yo, if you want to do business or talk about how I can host your event or be a guest on your show or do some beats and instrumentals for your content, let's work, baby. Hit me up. I'm pretty accessible. I hope y'all enjoyed my previous episode, episode 20 with my brother, Dr. Ashe Henry. He's an engineer um, and does his work in energy storage, and he does work to help mitigate climate change. We had a real deep dialogue about strategies towards a cleaner existence on this earth. And here's a clip for those of y'all that need to catch up, Mustard. I think an obvious thing to push for is a carbon tax because the, uh, the companies that produce this power, they just buy fuel and they sell the power and they make money, simple. The notion of a carbon tax is simply that they should have to pay for the fact that they just spit out a bunch of CO2 and damage the atmosphere, damage, damage the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, it's not like as though they just get to buy the fuel and make the money. They're actually subsidized by the government. They're actually getting paid additional money by the government mm-hmm. to stay in business. So get it together and make sure y'all listen to that episode, y'all. In the meantime, between time, we are moving on to episode 21 with my brother from another mother, Lamar Wilson. You may recognize his name. He actually was on my Intro to Crypto show way back in episode six. Now we're going to talk about his most recent business endeavors in growing and processing hemp and the business community he is building called SunJoin. This brother tends to drop a lot of gems, so you better listen closely, especially if you're into freedom, entrepreneurship, and generational wealth. Y'all are going to really love this one. Enjoy. Peace, family. It's your girl, TT, from TT Talks. I am super excited today. It's always a good day when you got a a, a repeat TT Talks show guest on, because that means that they just are continually doing bigger and better things. Um, You may remember Brother Lamar Wilson from my cryptocurrency show uh, maybe about a year ago or a few months back. And um, he's back again because he's just Mr. Enterprising and um, he's in the hemp industry now. And uh, we were just chatting a little little bit earlier about us uh, moving from being consumers to really going into production of within an industry. So um, I, run, I wanted to have a conversation because I, I, I know a little bit about the hemp industry, but not a whole lot. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And I also wanted to talk about uh, this business that, that he is a part of called SunJoin. And so before we get into all of that, welcome. Hey, how you doing, Miss TT? Oh, man, <laughs> you everything. You know I call your show something. You know, I call your show something else. Uh, my listeners well. already know what you call it. <laughs> and, and everybody else call it. You know, uh, on my last episode, I think I made peace with it. We're just like, you know what? If that's what y'all want to say, we're going to roll with it. <laughs> but the trademark company say TT Talk. So, you know. <laughs> right. TT Talk. I'm all the way down with TT Talk. There we go. So, yeah, there I'm glad go. to be here. I'm glad to be back. I, I, love to, I love to be on interviews with doers, right? Mm-hmm. Folks, they got a dream and a mission and a goal, and they just 
you know what? You you doing your thing, girl. So I just want to say hats off to you. I'm sitting here watching you and, and being inspired every day to keep pushing myself. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. You inspire me. I inspire you. Everybody inspire each other. What you be saying? Live, love, love life. Isn't that what you say? Yeah, live, live love, love life. That's it. Come on now. Come on now. But listen, he was all into the, in, in, you know, in the crypto and, and had a lot of really good information. I need y'all to go back and check. I, I got to remember what episode that may be five or six. I can't remember the episode number off the top of my head. Y'all know where to go. TGTalks.com. Just go in the podcast section. And you'll see, um, you know, Brother Lamar Wilson's picture there. But this venture here has me excited for a couple of reasons. Because one, I love to grow plants, period. I like to grow things. I was just in my garden uh, early this morning before I went to work, getting getting things situated. And my grandfather was a professor of agriculture for about 40 years. Uh, my other grandparents have have a farm. You know, it's not real functional now because they're older now. But when we were younger, that 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 farm was popping. Everything was going over there. We were growing everything: peas, squash. It was cows there. It was horses there. It was geese and guinea and all kind of stuff. So. I'm really into land issues and and particularly with black people and our relationship to land and our relationship to industry and land. And so that's why I wanted to have a conversation with Brother Lamar on his current venture in the hemp world. And, you know, a lot of people um, don't know a lot about hemp, you know, how it can be used, what we can use it for, how you can use it for economic empowerment. So that's kind of how this discussion is going to be going. So. Um, yes. How did you get into hemp? Let's just start there. Well, I have been interested in the hemp industry for a very long time mm-hmm. because if one thing about me, what I research, the stuff that I get really in- interested in is the things that are, that to me recognize, I mean, that, that are resemble freedom. That's what it is. Come on. So for me, I, I, I saw hemp as being a very resourceful plant. Um, outside of, you know, the, the taboos of its cousin, marijuana, right? Because, you know, we, we black folks, so we got very spiritual folk in our family. Uh-huh. And when you mention him, they automatically tie, they automatically tie it together with, yep. um, with marijuana. Yep. And those are two completely different things. But when you look at the byproducts of him, and you realize all the things it can produce from clothing to uh, bioplastic, there's, a, there's actually a video online if anybody wants to look it up. Look for a door panel made out of hemp and car made out of hemp. They literally take a sledgehammer to it, but, but, but because the fibers are so strong, it doesn't even did it. And so that, then you look at clothing, um, Levi's, right? Levi's, the first Levi's were made out yep, of hemp. Sure and was. what I heard was, is that they were, I heard they were so strong. They were like, nah, we got to get rid of this because yep. nobody ever come by anymore. You ain't going to buy no so, more. Right. So you got clothing, um, building, all of that stuff got me so interested because mm-hmm. I said, you know what? This is actually a natural, renewable resource that my community can actually own. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is a this is a resource that I can that I can basically get out here and I can own it and then share it with other people so that they can own it. And then from that from that you can actually build economies off of it. That's the reason why I was so mm-hmm. into cryptocurrency, right? These are things that represent freedom to me. Freedom is ownership. Mm-hmm. Freedom is actually having an economy, your own economy. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. what it all boils down to. So hemp, hemp is just that is is that powerful of a of a plant to me because of all the byproducts. Because it once is. you have that many byproducts, that's when you can have an economy. It is, and it's it's an excellent vehicle. People, if if you're not familiar with hemp, you should take some time go on YouTube. You know, do a little research on you can make paper out of it. You can make biofuels, as he mentioned earlier, bioplastics, uh, textile fibers, food products, uh, CBD oil and other types of, you know, uh, pharmacology agents, medicines, medicines. It can do so many things. And the thing about it is it's it's an efficient plant. Like you can use every piece of it. You know, nothing goes to waste and it doesn't take as much water. You know, um, so it's a little bit more environmentally right. friendly than some of the other agricultural products that we have out there. And um, I just, this is the type of stuff to get it's me turned up hardy. and crunk. I get crunk about this stuff just <laughs> like you do. Right, I, yeah, because for me, like, 
I come from a family that, you know, folks were tobacco farmers and mm-hmm. my granddad was always in the horses. I'm from I'm from Kentucky, so yeah. you know, we we around this stuff. Matter of fact, the, the University of Kentucky research farm back right up into my house. Wow. As a kid. So we used to we used to hop the fence and go mess around in the cornfields and all of that and didn't realize my whole life until probably about two years ago that that was actually the University of Kentucky. We used to have, you know, stories. Mm-hmm. Like Farmer Brown's over, he's gonna shoot, he's gonna shoot us. Come to find <laughs> out that was just professors. You know? <laughs> it's a university over there doing research. Y'all thinking y'all over there doing some stuff. Wow. Right. Wow. We tipping cows over and everything. Like they had everything. So I mean, I, I really, like I said, me just growing up around that stuff and then just realizing how powerful hemp is and knowing that this is something that you can grow pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. because it is so hardy. Like you said, because it's a hardy plant, because it is drought resistant, because it is, you know, it, for the most part, it is probably one of the probably the most power, one of the most powerful plants on the earth. I agree. A lot of people say it's God's plant. Like I mm-hmm. hear people say it's God's plant, right? just based on all the things that you're able to do with it. Yeah. And so when they made it illegal, when they made it illegal, it was really around the whole drug war, right? Mm-hmm. Like the war on drugs and and basically trying to get the hippies to go to <laughs> to go to war and that kind of thing, right? And it's like when you start looking at that, it's like they tied it so much to marijuana that we wind up losing the benefits. Mm-hmm. And one of the and, and I I'm you hear how excited I am, I'm sorry. No but one of the big benefits that I Yeah. You great. <laughs> One of the big, one of the big benefits that I I like to talk about that I've been learning since I've been talking to our uh, chief grow officer, Mr. Joel Williams, Mr. Joel Castor Williams. One of the things he interested me in was this idea of homostasis, right? Mm-hmm. A homostasis, a homostasis within your body, where your body it 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 gets you into a point of equilibrium within your body that your body will heal itself, mm. right? So, like us having a, what is it, a 98 uh, degree, 98.4 degree temperature, that's our body being in homostasis, right? Mm-hmm. So, what he was what he was telling me was, is that, and I've researched it now, what he was telling me was, is that our body has an endocannabinoid system. Mm. That a, a lot of the things within our body that are going on uh, some of the scientists have thought that maybe it's because we have a, canna- a cannabinoid deficiency. Oh, wow. Because those receptors in our body are looking for things. So you got this, I think it's the uh, CB1, CB2, CB3 <clears throat> receptors. And those cannabinoids within the hemp plant actually fill those receptors. Oh, so wow. when people take CBD, it's not necessarily that the CBD is healing them. Right. What it is is the CBD is filling the void mm. so that the body can heal itself. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And that so a lot of people really think once we started taking, yeah, a lot of people think once we started taking hemp out of our daily lives and our and our diets and those kind of things, we wind up becoming deficient of things, just like we deficient of you know vitamin D or if we got a, a vitamin E deficiency or mm-hmm. iron deficiency, mm-hmm. because our body has these receptors, they don't. Like from the way I look at it, that it's like divine design, as they say, right? It's like if you have receptors, that means something got to be given it, right? Like that's like you you are missing something if something is supposed to be absolutely and you're not getting it, right? Yeah, that's amazing. That's <clears throat> so when amazing. I started looking at that, I was like, man, that's I was like, that's even more powerful, right? Especially when you see the things that's like things like CBD does. Yeah, and there's other cannabinoids, like over 113 of. Them. Um, gosh, girl, you got me over. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm in it right now. I'm, Come on, I'm you you in the, you in your bag. I want you to stay in this bag because that type of energetic <laughs> presentation of it will make people want to become interested and start asking questions and start researching and going down that rabbit hole of being able to, you know, add add new new vision to things that they're trying to do. Because a lot of people feel trapped. You know what I mean? A lot of people right, feel like right. boxed in, you know, they there's a they feel like they want to do some other things in life. They're not sure. And, you know, sometimes the, the biggest thing between being stuck forever and making something happen is just exposure to some new stuff. So when they hear, right. you know, uh, uh, you know, a black man coming on excited, pumped about, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some land based type things. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it could be a country boy out in South Carolina right now who's listening to this who has a bunch of family land who may want to go and check out a, a you know a hemp convention you know what i mean 
Because I know they have right. them. Have you been to any of them? Yes, I've definitely been to some hemp conventions. Into, um, into Sunjoin. Mm. When you talk about a guy out in South Carolina who has some family, family land, that's when you start running into that, right? That's, that's Sunjoin. Talk about Sun... Okay, start from the beginning. Talk about Sunjoin, how you're how how you're involved in it, you know, how you I don't know if you were the creator or founder or if you just collaborated with people. I don't know how y'all came up with the name. Just start from the beginning. Run it down. Okay, so I am the founder of Sunjoin. Beautiful. It is actually a company that is owned that is owned by a company that my wife and I own called Wilsonden. Um we could not announce the company until I received my license in Kentucky because you can't market hemp or anything like that in Kentucky until you get your license. Got it. So we really couldn't announce it until I got my license, which was February the 28th. On that day, I launched the website and I started getting people involved. Sunjoined, the whole idea behind Sunjoined is the fact that there's this thing called the sun that uh, actually connects all of us as humans, right? And if, if nothing else connects us, the, us being under the sun, it, it joins us all together, right? Mm -hmm. It allows us all to be joined together Absolutely. because we're under the sun, no matter where you are. My last no podcast was about world, that. That's amazing. An engineer well, friend of mine is doing um, very important research and being able to transport um, solar energy, solar energy. Right. So we were talking right. about how this, the our thing. sun's relation, but go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, no, that's it though. That's it. So when I when I thought of the name Sunjoin, I said there's no better way to represent a distributed, decentralized network of farmers mm -hmm. than to say we are all joined by the sun. Hello. Because there's one thing that all these farmers all these farmers are going to need, and that's light, right? They're mm -hmm. gonna need that sun, and so we're all connected by this light, and that's why we're all sun joined, right? And not only the farmers, but the processors too. They still have to be in the sun, right? Regardless of what we are or who we are, we are connected by the sun, and that's where the name Sunjoin came from. Beautiful. Because the idea is to understand that we're better together, mm. right? We're joined by the sun, and if we re if we recognize that, we'll be better together. The things that we can do together are far greater than that which what we can do apart. I say. So the idea, man, the idea is to basically find these people who have not been farming or they have farmland around the country are they they are third generation farmers and um they stopped farming tobacco or whatever because of some subsidy or whatever right they their farm is not doing as well as it was find those individuals teach them how to farm this new and industrious crop called hemp in the way that they can actually specify the types of byproducts they are going for so Let's say that if you're looking for fiber, there's certain phenotypes of hemp that you need to grow, certain varieties of hemp you need to grow to get fiber. If you're trying to get grain, which is seed, right? If you're trying to get that, there are certain phenotypes of uh, hemp that, uh, that will produce more seed. Mm. So our thing is to educate, to educate these farmers because it's brand new, right? It's some, in some places, it hasn't been farmed for 100 years. Right. So we want to educate these farmers so that when they come into the game, They'll have the information they need yeah, to be successful armed. immediately. They're armed with information. Right. And then, right. And then we take those best practices and we take all of those, those brand new farmers and we take their product and we sell them as a unit, as a whole. Mm. What winds up happening to small farmers, the big farms come in and take those huge supply contracts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what happens, right? Yeah, so they get eaten up. What we... Yeah, they get eaten up. So what I'm saying is if we build a large enough network, we will be the big farmers, but we will be the big farmers because we are a network of farmers, which is powerful because a lot of the large processors are already creating their own networks, but they become proprietary networks where they're almost like silos, right? Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. you sign a contract with these pro with a processor and you farm for them and they give you a price, they already set it. So you don't even get to know what the real market is out there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the thing the thing about those processes is though is that there are other processes that are coming online right now who have not been around because their state is just now allowing them to get on where they haven't had the opportunity to build a network. Mm. So for those processes, I I say here's Sunjoin, 
Got we're going it. to provide you a very stable. We're going to provide you a very stable supply chain. Uh, the foundation of your supply chain from the raw materials. We're going to supply that to you and wherever you are because our network will be that grand, right? And so as a processor, now you know you're getting great quality material because if you're not, you're not running your machines as efficient as they could be because you're you're having to deal with material that's not high in CBD content or that is not really a, a thin and small if you're trying to process for fiber and herd, right? You're, you're not getting the actual phenotypes that you need because you're just getting people who are doing anything, period. Mm -hmm. Whereas we can say, hey, these farmers are farming this, we have this much for you, and we can keep getting this much for you on a yearly basis Love this. because we have this network. And this is, right? this is so important. It creates a standard. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're good. It, it creates yeah. a standard. I, I, this is, and, and I want people to listen. This is really important because I was reading an article maybe about a month ago, and it was talking about some of the problems with just the CBD oil that you can just get off the internet or get at a gas station or whatever is it's not really at that point it wasn't really re re well controlled or regulated to the point where they could re really you know run tests on it to let you know so like they'll t they would test what they could find on the internet or whatever and you know the level of CBD um, or THC or whatever would not be what was advertised on the bottle or there was a high uh, level of pesticides you know what I'm saying that would was very close to being unsafe you know what I mean right. and with SunJoin right. you right. know they're creating this standard here to where and 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 I'm and I'm sure that you have uh, ways of keeping transparency for all of the the, the customers for the final product um, you know yep. so that they can they can know that you know if this cbd oil is coming this cbd oil says the proper you know concentrations and that's what's in it you know that you know there's a you know the level of pesticides or whatever like you you'll know what it is so this is why it's important to be able to have open transparent systems you know what i'm saying so that everybody benefits right. Everybody has to benefit, you know, and and t was there a lot of legal red tape that you had to go through? Because you got licenses in Kansas and Kentucky. Do, do those licenses do different things? Yeah, so great question. The license in Kentucky is a handler's license or a processor's license, which allows me to handle the material, but I cannot grow hemp in Kentucky. Got it. Which means I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't personally grow, but we do have farmers in our network in Kentucky. So they can grow it and then we can help them move it, right? We can mm -hmm. help them move the, the end product. Got it. The, the, at harvest. Um, in Kansas, I have a grower's license, which allows me to grow in Kansas. And a lot of the times what it is, is the grower's license basically opens you up to anything because they want to allow you as a farmer to be able to sell, market, do whatever you, whatever you need to do to move your material. The mm -hmm. handler's license, our processor license, is usually for processors, brokers, uh, labs, yeah, things like that that only be handling material, but not necessarily overgrowing the material. Mm, mm -hmm. How much acreage in do most, you have in, in Kansas? Most states, in Kansas, in, in the whole network, we have capacity of about twenty five hundred acres. Wow, so we okay. have farmers that have about twenty five hundred acres. Nice. We're not growing that much this year sure. personally. So Sunjoin Sun grows as well, right? We grow as well, but then we also have farmers that grow, you know, for us. Like not for us, but for the network. For right? the they're network, growing on their own. They have yeah, they have autonomy, and they're saying, "Hey, son, join, help us move our material," right? Because they understand that it's way better together. If we can move all of this same material together, we can get better deals with the processors and, and get long-term type agreements, so that the processors will always know that we're a part of it. They can just add their one or two acres or their three acres. Because that's the thing. A lot of these small family farms are just getting in with three acres, yeah. maybe eight acres, yeah. right? The average farmer is probably going to be around 10 acres. Yeah. Now, and I know some farmers in North Carolina that are doing like 300 acres. Wow. Right? So, yeah, but most of the people that are coming on are coming in, you know, because the actual upstart money is ex ex extremely expensive. You're mm -hmm. talking about a dollar a seed. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a dollar per seed or even up to about uh, three to four dollars uh, what, what I call clones. Mm. Right. So when, when you start talking about those types of figures and you normally are putting between 1500 and 2000 of those plants per acre, 
you can see that can get expensive really fast. Been able to help fund or what we call sponsor a couple of farms because some some uh, institutions aren't lending on hemp just yet, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. they it's still they, even though the law passed, the farm bill passed, which I haven't talked about at all, but even though the farm bill passed, there are still people, still banks that are still kind of like, uh, I don't know, right? Right. Um, kind of iffy about it. Right. So. So we have to we have to make sure that if we want people to farm, we have to figure out ways for them to be able to be a part of the network and, you know, find ways to, for them to be financed that it might not be necessarily a traditional crop lending or something like that. So what we've done is we sponsored a few farms this year and then we still have others in our network that we did not sponsor, right? Um, and we're still growing every day. Like every every day I pretty much get a, a inquiry about how can I join the SunJoin network? So. I mean, it, it's growing, and, and for us to be around just since fe February the 28th, and today is what, May the, I mean, April the 26th? 25th, 25th, I think. 25th? Yeah, mm -hmm. the 25th. Uh, I couldn't be happier, to be honest with you. That's fantastic. I really couldn't be happier. <laughs> That is so fantastic. And so, <laughs> y'all, he's not growing no weed out there. I need y'all to be clear. I, I need y'all to be clear. <laughs> This this ain't that type of party. I actually in an upcoming show we are I am talking to a friend of mine that does grow medicinal marijuana in Colorado, but that's another story. This is different. They just right. cousins. And you you gave a brilliant analogy with involving balloons. Today, right. when was it? Today or yesterday Basically, on Facebook. Please let the people know yeah, your balloon I, I, I analogy in regards to marijuana and hemp. I just said marijuana and hemp are not the same things. Hemp is like a balloon filled with mouth, mouth filled air, and marijuana is like a balloon filled with helium. Mm -hmm. Right? One's gonna get you, one's gonna get you high. One has a different makeup uh, on the inside that will get you, that will get that balloon high, and the other one won't. And that's what people have to understand. If someone, matter of fact, people have, there are people who actually smoke hemp right now. There are, there are shops in uh, Tennessee, um, and I'm not sure if they're completely legal. But there are shops in Tennessee, uh, I've seen them in North Carolina, that actually sell the hemp flower. Really? Right? Just like they would sell the marijuana. Yeah, they sell the marijuana wow. flower. Wow, I did but not you know do that. Not get, you do not get, yeah, you do not get high off of it. So they smoke it like Talking tobacco? people. Yep. Got yep. it. They, they, smoke it like, they smoke it like marijuana. <laughs> oh, still, okay. <laughs> it's a bud. Yeah, they sell the bud. They roll it, roll it themselves. The thing is, though, is that what I've heard from some people is that they feel like it's a, if they have a smoking addiction or they have to be smoking, they feel like it's a lot healthier to be smoking that than to actually smoke the tobacco cigarette. Got cigarettes. it. <clears throat> got yeah. it, got it, got it. <laughs> so so that's what I've heard. Um, and also, you're going to still get some of those cannabinoids when you smoke it just like you would if you smoke um, marijuana, but you're not getting the THC because there's, there's trace, the very small trace levels a TAC in it. You're not going to get high. Right. Um, but people, people, and another thing, people just like the taste, right? Got Some it. people smoke because of the taste. Mm -hmm. So there are people who have taken the flour and been able to add what are called uh, terpenes to it to give it a certain taste. Mm. Right. So, so that now they, they can, they can feel like they're smoking it, but they're not really smoking it. Right. It can, they can get all of those different uh, things going on in their mind almost like a placebo type of effect where ah. they're smelling it, they're, taste, they're tasting it. So it might give them that same thing. I don't know. I don't smoke. I don't, I have never smoked marijuana in my whole life. Okay. Okay. Talk. I've never, yeah, I've never smoked marijuana in my whole life. So I don't know. I don't even know what that has. Like. I've never put marijuana up to my lips and inhaled it. Got it. Got it. I didn't even know about that. Um, Talk to me a little bit. So, is SunJoin creating their own products, or are they going to be moving the plan out for other uh, hemp processors? Or you know, how how is that going to look uh, once the plant leaves um, leaves the farm? Where do you where does it go next? So here's the thing: you are you are getting an exclusive because I have not announced this at all. I've made um, reference to it a few times to ask people if they wanted to help me move weight, which is, you know, yeah, that's drug parlance. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. it's not it's not drugs. Let me just make sure we say that. But we just, just using know, the I, lingo I, because, right? Just at the end of the day, 
a lot of our material will go straight to processors that buy it from our farmers so that they can have a profit. Mm -hmm. But some of that material will go into us creating our own SunJoin product. Nice. And those SunJoin products, the hope is to allow those within our Coinda group that you and I are both a part of to be the first distributors of it, right? So it's going from seed to processing straight to the distribution and retail so that those people can help move weight. I think some people already figured it out. Yeah. But this is the first time I'm actually, this is the first time I'm actually seeing it because what it does is it allows individuals to create their own businesses. And let's stay on the drug, let's stay with the drug analogy, right? It allows us to basically source people so that they can then turn around and create their own distribution in their own communities, but with stuff that is not killing their community. Indeed. Right, with stuff that actually is healing their that is that is helping to heal many of the ailments that may be within the community. That's right? beautiful. I've seen um, I've seen the government, you know, and and here's what's so dope about it, right? A lot of people would say that African Americans that have grown up in poverty have a certain level of PTSD. Mm -hmm. Well, I have seen the government start to look into CBD as a way to treat P PTSD in soldiers. Mm -hmm. So if we're selling this back into our community and, and giving this great product back to our community, then what winds up happening is we we wind up treating some of those things. Absolutely. People who have ailments, people who have seizures. My buddy, his son has autism. Yeah. He gives it to his son and he's, he has seen tremendous effects from it, right? That's fantastic. So, now all of a sudden, yeah, now all of a sudden you create this distribution network of individuals. And that's where I think SunJoin is is going to outpace a lot of these other entities that are out here trying to sell the oil themselves because they don't have an amazing network like Coinda. Yeah. And they don't have an amazing group of individuals like One Love Co-op, right? Because that allows us, again, to actually be the people who are running the game mm. and not necessarily trying to catch up, trying to catch up in the game. Because we'll have it from the seed all the way to the bottle into the hands of the consumer, right? And that right there in and of itself is an amazing thing to do. That's beautiful. And it, it's, it's, I'm so excited that we're talking about this because I'm going I'm to give this show over to my mom. My mother's a pharmacist by trade. Uh, she's a compounding oh. pharmacist. And um, she's done, all, she also has her own, um, this is this, this, uh, this a plug for my mama. She has a line of natural aloe-based hair care products and she's trying to incorporate CBD oil into her hair products. Um, Nature-Sudics, Nature's Prescription, y'all can look that up. Um, and so she and I, a few months back, were having some pretty intense conversations about um, how she would be able to incorporate that into her hair products. And then boom, here comes SunJoin in all day glory yes. and so now yes. you know i can be able to be like hey ma i'm connected with um this brother and this network of people who are processing their own hemp um and 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 making it available to be able to 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 take these these raw resources and turn it into some viable products that then can be further processed into some other things you know because you know because she used that's how she even came up with um, starting her own hair care line was to help people grow their hair back. You know, now she does it because right. people kind of vain and they just want to be luxurious. But she was making medicated shampoos <laughs> for cancer patients who wanted to grow their hair back after chemo. Um, I was a little girl. My mm -hmm. hair all fell out because of chlorine because I used to swim all the time. And then I ended up losing patches of hair. So my mom just got in the kitchen and started creating stuff. And you know now to be able to have the opportunity to implement and expand her own product this isn't a, a singular thing i'm a massage therapist among other things and i also um right. over the years have worked with children who have special needs and in autism and also people who are in you know geriatric populations that have other health ailments um of the inflammatory nature so this is something I can think about for whatever I'm trying to do. I can, you know, create my own little massage oil that has SunJoin CBD oil in it. You know what I mean? There's right. so much stuff you can do right. with that, it. Sister, that is exactly what we're looking for, right? Here for it. I know you know Miss Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> I know you know Miss Vanessa Braxton, right? Black Mama T. She yes. Al she already hits us up. You, I think you might have saw it, if anybody saw it on the post that we put in Coinda. Mm -hmm. But, um... She hit me up and was like, uh, get my keys ready because she said I got to sell her keys to oil because she's thinking <laughs> about doing it into a lot of her products. Love right? it. She was like, get my keys ready because everything's yep. sold in kilograms. That's why I use yep. these drug references. 
Because think about it, we're going to watch all of these movies and listen to all this hip-hop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We might as well. And we all know, we all have friends, family, cousins that have been in that game. Like, yep. it's just the, that's just the nature of the beast. It is. So, like, Lamar, make sure you give me my keys, right? We have a good time with it. Yep. But at the end of the day, we're, we're doing something really great because not only are we growing it and helping the, the small farmer, we're processing it, right? Making sure that is it, it that it that we get great product from the processor, and then we put it into the hands of individuals to start their own companies, mm -hmm. to actually have ownership, to be the distributor. So you can build your network as big as you want it, right? It just like I said, it it, it literally goes back to the drug game of those people that we watch, you know, on TV or the people that we've seen in our neighborhoods with the with the with the dope rides, right? It goes back to those situations where those people who grew their network like that they grew it because they you know they understood how to distribute they understand that kind of thing we're trying to do the same exact thing and make sure that the sun joint product gets into the hands of every single person that needs it in the country Word. and we'll and we but we'll do we'll do that through individuals right it's not it's not one singular corporation that was moving certain things through our neighborhood matter of fact the cia started moving it in and then you know other entrepreneurs came in and started moving it you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. In this situation, this will be a decentralized network of, of distributors who will basically say, look, I'm going to get my oil from this entity. And we know that me getting this oil from this entity actually helps the people at the bottom, which becomes a way for us to actually realize economic empowerment. Word. Economic empowerment. Word. Right? For the whole entire chain. Because once you have a vertical, I mean, um, Claude Anderson talks about it all the time when, it, when you talk about owning a vertical. Mm -hmm. Once you own the vertical, you, you own it. Yep. From, the, from the raw resource, what I always say, from, from the, the bottom soil, to the top, so baby. You're talking about the raw, from the bottom all the way to the top. And once you own it, you own it, which then ties back into cryptocurrency because once you own it, you can literally use cryptocurrency to move the money throughout that economy. And now you have an actual economy. Yeah. That's the long-term vision. Y'all. Right? That's the long-term vision, and we can do this together. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. And I'm telling you, this is why I keep telling all my folks, really, really study and understand crypto outside of the hype. You know, it, it all started basically for autonomy and independence and freedom, as Brother Lamar has been saying on here. It's a way for you to be able to, I'm all down for alternative types of economies. We need alternatives because we're in a, just a, a very uh, weird space, but we're also in a very, very opportunistic space. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, there's a lot of really good, uh, I, I keep saying that the energy and the spirit feels real pregnant. You know what I mean? It feels very mm. full mm -hmm. of just, it's like it's about ready to go into labor. We just got to get get on board because there's actually before this whole thing takes off. And I'm not just talking about sun joining crypto. I'm talking about how all of this stuff links together. We kind of have a small window of time before it really pops. You know, we're still early adopters right. in this thing, really. Right. And in the hemp industry, no, you're right. You're right. we're on this resurgence. We are on this resurgence. And so, uh, and because black people, we have a, preca a precarious relationship with um, with uh, some new things sometimes because people have been scarred before and people have, you know, uh, been in situations where um, they lost a lot, you know, uh, betting on something or whatever. But take your time, research, and 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 try to make a, a calculated decision on your next move on how you want to be a part of. Uh, not just this, but any other organization that's trying to create an alternative economy. Anything. Anything. Right. Here's the big thing. What she said is so powerful. Because the thing is, what I found is people love to research. Mm -hmm. Because research is easy. Mm -hmm. Right? They love, they love to know. Like, everybody loves to have knowledge. Everybody loves to know. They love to be able to say, yeah, I knew this. And yep. You didn't know that? I knew this, right? They love to research. They love to keep reading books and learning about history and doing all of that, right? But the thing is, is that the reason why those people made history is not because they read a whole bunch of books. It's because they actually made history. Yeah. They actually did something. Yeah. Right? Like, the people that you read about in history and that you're researching on, and, and even the things that you've seen that you feel like were amazing feats, those happen not because people continue just to only research. They begin to apply the knowledge 
that they learn. And so what I'm saying is, is like she said, if you start to learn about these alternative economies, if you start to learn about what I call parallel economies, right? Because mm-hmm. it's never about, it's never about trying to, um, <laughs> like, it's not about trying to take down the economy we in. Because the problem I think we've always run into is that we always trying to figure out how to fix this system. Yeah. And this system was not built. This system was not built for us. It was built on top of us. Hello. Period. So, Hello. Right. So. Why do we keep trying to fix something that we're the that we were made to be the fuel for? Yeah. Right. It's like saying, you see what I'm saying? You got to make a whole new. You got to make an electric car. Yeah. If you're gasoline and you're trying to stop being used, you, you got to go create an electric car to stop being used, right? You got to create a whole new vehicle. You got to create a whole new drive chain mm. or whatever, right? You got to create everything. Got to be new because the system that you're currently in, you're the fuel for it. Yeah. Period. So you're not going to fix the system and you're the fuel. Because otherwise, you see what I'm saying? Like, otherwise, yeah. the, the, the system the system is going to fall completely apart. And then yeah. you only have nowhere else to go anyway. I heard right? somebody so say that trying is, to save a sinking ship. Right. It's, 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 I have a philosophy that says, don't go to, let's stop going to the castle. Mm. Like, we, the problem is, is that capitalism has, has literally made all of us believe that the only way we can get resources is that we have to go up to talk to the people in the castle. The people in the castle are the ones that are doling out everything. When I say the castle, you're talking about banks, very wealthy individuals, all of that, right? But the thing I look at, if you look at that analogy, a castle is really a prison because everything the castle needs is outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Everything. Everything that the castle needs is on the outside of the castle. That's so true. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like the question the question is, if everything is on outside of the castle, why do we keep going to the castle? And matter of fact, not only do we go to the castle, we will cross the moat with the alligators. We'll do everything we can to get in the castle. <laughs> Doing everything right? to get in just the to castle. Everything we can just to get in the castle, just to be close to the king. When truthfully, we got to realize our value and our worth and that the worth of us and us being able to have these skills, our skills are our value, right? Mm-hmm. Our connectivity is our value. Our ability to communicate with one another is our value. And if everyone outside of the castle, out in the fields, around the castle, right? Those people, if they said, you know what? I'm not going in there anymore. We just going, we going to grow for ourselves. We're going to do for ourselves. We're not even going, we don't even care about the castle's gold anymore. You can keep it. Listen. We just going to ignore it. Listen. Right? How much more how much more power would you have if you learn to invest in sustainability and being able to sustain yourself without the need for the castle's money or the dollar? Listen, right? listen. What happens when you get to a point where you have what you need because you have what you need, not because you have this thing that goes in that's what you need? What Facts. happens when you start doing that? That that changes everything because now that's when you start becoming free. Yes. And we live in a time where the technology where the technology is perfect for us to live that way. We have we have solar panels that allow us to store energy like no no time before. We have filtration systems that allow us to catch water and make sure we still can live off of, off of really good water that we get from the sky, right? We have heard from the uh, from the from the hemp plant that we're that we're growing that you can build your houses out of. Listen. Right, so you're growing it and also building your houses, so you're making it cheaper. You can even build houses out of shipping containers now. They only cost you two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You can take four shipping containers and build a, a marvelous house. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that we have all of these things now. The technology is there. We have reached the level. And then, if if you don't want to be on the dollar, you create your own currency that you can move digitally. We are in a position right now to actually stop going to the castle if people would just realize. We don't have to. We don't have to go to the castle no more. Yeah. If you if you if you start to if you start to understand that one little thing, we don't have to go to the castle. And you don't. I say this. You've heard me say this probably. This is a revolution. We can fight with no gun. Mm. All it mm-hmm. takes is a, is a is your mind. Mm-hmm. All it takes is a choice. Yeah. It yeah. is. You, this is a. You don't have to fight this revolution. You just say, Nah, I'm not. I don't. I don't value your stuff as much as you think. Yeah. Right. I don't want. I don't want what the castle has no more. That that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you start, once you get that out in your mind, you become free. And once you, you become free, do. you start moving towards self sustainability. So, man, I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. My 
One of my one of my good mentors and good friends, she always would say, slavery ends when the slaves stop participating. Not when you're emancipated, but when you stop participating. And what That's Brother it. Lamar just laid out is a way to stop participating. You could just say, you know what? Mm, I ain't trying to participate in this anymore. This is why for a lot of the services that I do, even on my donation website, I take crypto. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm right. I'm down for alternative uh, forms of currency. Because the reality is, particularly with currencies, we are the ones that give value to it. If we say that it's valuable, it's going to be it. valuable. If we say it's not going to be it. valuable, it's not going to be valuable. Can you imagine if a whole conglomerate of 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 businesses and networks say, you know, we're not taking dollars no more. We gonna take guap right. coin. We gonna take Litecoin. Right. We gonna take you know right. whatever coin that you decide that the you CJ. can that you can right. code and program and put up on a network. Right. Right. So that's the thing, and you don't even have to say it. Yo, listen. <laughs> right. You you don't even have to make a declaration. You don't gotta make an you announcement. Just say, no, you don't have to do nothing. Just it's just change. Yeah. Because that's what that's that's all freedom boils down to is choice. Mm. Like when you realize you have choice then you free. A lot of people feel like they have no choice. Right? True. Now, now here's the thing. Freedom freedom has a cost. Like, if you want to be self-sustained, you gotta, you're going to have to start investing in things to make yeah. yourself self-sustaining. Absolutely. Like, you're going to have to start buying land. You're going to have to start uh, buying, buying the things that I was talking about, the solar panels and things like that. If you want to do that kind of thing, you there is a, there is a cost to it. But the thing is, is that what's the alternative? Right. Right? Like, is it free or not? Like, is free worth the cost? Matter of fact, Frederick Douglass said, you got to be willing to die if you want to be free. Hello? You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, if you think about it from that standpoint, man, like, that's all. I'm I'm literally, if you if you break me down and look at my molecular structure, what you're going to find is freedom, light, and love. You're going to find that in me at all costs, man. Like, those are the things I try to live my life by. Period. I love it. Freedom, light, and love. I love like, it. And, I love it. I love it. And it's contagious. It's contagious. Me too. I wish you could see me. I'm over here. You done got like, I love TT Talks. Thank you. I love TT. Thank you. I love you too. I love TT. It's all love. I just. Yeah, I love. Beautiful, powerful, spiritual, intelligent, dynamic men who. You know, without a whole lot of fanfare, they come in and they just are living life on, on just a and just a high level of understanding, of compassion, of um, utilizing their intuition, their intelligence, and I'm so excited, proud, and motivated by that for so many reasons. Um, because you know, y'all get a bad rap. This is why I tell people all the time if I get into conversations, because I don't argue about that. I don't argue about that. I, when I get into conversations with people <laughs> about you know what men is or ain't doing, I'd be like, I need you to go to tttalks.com and I want you to look at every man under the podcast page and I want you to listen to their show. These are the type of relationships and the type of uh, engagements that I have with men. They're overwhelmingly positive. Have I been caught up in some foolishness with some men folk? Of course. But the overwhelming majority um, of experiences I've had, that's one of the reasons why I'm always so, I love, you know, I love my sisters. I'm a sister. So I, I definitely rep for my sisters right. on the show and bring them on the show. But there's something very magical and special when I bring brothers on the show because um, it, it shows just a level of um, the level of respect and even in at times deference that I have and reverence that I have uh, for black men. Because I was raised by really lovely, wonderful, intelligent, funny, spiritual black men. So I just, I, right. so this stuff hypes me up, man, because I'd be like, you know, it's almost like I throw it down like a spade. Oh, all, all men are trash? Okay, spade, TT Talks, episode so and such. I need you to go listen to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 right. and, and, and let them know. And, and he, I'm telling y'all, in 20 years, we're going to listen to this podcast, you know, and we up here, we're going to have all these drones and solar stuff and all kind of really cool shit living free somewhere in Ghana or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, right, but right, it all starts from this right. type of 
uh, forward movement, you know, and I can't wait to drop um, this show and I can't wait to drop the show that I recorded a couple of days ago with my uh, brother, Dr. Ashe Gun Henry, doing powerful research, uh, first at Georgia Tech and now at MIT, where he's taking, you know, the big issue with solar panels is being able to store the energy when the sun's not out um, without right. the use of a battery, you know. And what he's been able to do mm. is he's been able to convert the solar energy into electric energy and the heat and he moves the heat through uh, liquid tin and he created a ceramic pump to be able to move it from one place to the next so right. that you're and then you can take the heat from the tin and convert it back into electricity to be able right. to use it and you yeah, know he's right oh man listen he's he's he does his research yeah. on uh heat heat on the atomic level how heat moves that's what his main research is and i'm like you oh, can power is, i can't wait to hear that listen he you can you can power anything from a building to a city block to a whole community to a city to a nation with this type of technology now it's going to take a long time to be able to put I that type it. of infrastructure together but the research is there um to show that it works oh God. it's crazy right I, when I get off the phone, I'm going to shoot you the link to some of his research stuff. You're going to be blown away. It's amazing. But we have no, I know. forward oh thinking people who are Listen, doing crazy. Can I talk to him? Hell yeah. yeah. Can I talk? I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to talk to that dude because you done, that right there, because I was thinking about it through the batteries, but I've been, I've been looking at some other things, right? Um, But that right there, I've never heard of that. Like that's, I understand, you know, turning the heat sure. back into electricity, but doing what he's doing, going from solar to electricity to heat back into electricity, mm -hmm. man. It's crazy. And oh it's beautiful. There's so much powerful stuff that's happening. Just people are just super, super inspired. And the internet has really made it easy to leverage this information. You know, before it used to be very hard to, to get a hold of information like this. And now, you know, I can just hook up a microphone and talk to some to, to some professionals. And now we have a whole yeah. lot of uh, 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 we have a, a bigger, a wider net to cast as far as being able to disseminate information. And that's a beautiful thing. Right. We need to be using that to our advantage. You know, we get on the Internet yes. and do a whole lot that's of stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, we here. Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand why people don't think that we're, we are here. Hmm. Like, we are literally in in a in a era and a time where we can be free. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like completely free. Like, I understand everybody else says, well, there's governments, they have your land, da, da, da. The thing is, is that most of these governments ain't going to care about you if you're out doing your own thing, right? Here's the thing. Amish people, shakers and all of that, yeah. they've been doing this for years. Nobody's bothering them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ain't nobody trying to break up a, a Amish community or a Shaker community or the uh, Midianites. Nobody's out trying to, you never heard anybody trying to break them up. Matter of fact, the most thing they do is, why are they still living out there? And everybody moves to the city. But the more you start understanding like a lifestyle where you can sustain yourself, that's what real freedom is all about. When you don't have to ask somebody to give you something, because all of us just want more money so that we can get the things we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once you can get to that, once you can get to that point, sister, like, and I'm not saying just because here's the thing. I understand a lot of the Amish shakers, they, they have a lifestyle where they don't, I don't know, I don't understand completely, but they have a lifestyle where they don't deal with a lot of technology, those kind of things. Right. What I'm saying is what if you take on some parts of that lifestyle, the self-sustainability, and then still keep the other part, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What happens when you, when you get yourself away from that? Right, because I, I literally have to walk people through that plan over and over again. I, we definitely don't have time for that right now. Yeah. But I usually have to walk people through because most people can't see that. Like their vision is not seeing how mm -hmm. they can actually be sustained and be able to live a certain type of way and still have the same freedoms they have now. Yeah, you might not get a Learjet, right? You might not have a Lamborghini, right? But <laughs> at the end of the day, the question is, is that once you get to a certain lifestyle, like, do you actually need it? You can go real Lamborghini for a day if you just want to drive it. You right. Know what I'm saying? Like, right. You get what I'm saying? It's like you can get to a point where freedom provides you the opportunity to go be in a Lamborghini and not have a Lamborghini and park it for eight hours a day because you still got to go to work. <laughs> right. Like, wow. That, 
that's a beautiful way of putting it. So that's a beautiful way of putting it. T T T T T T. Hello. <laughs> hey, did you see my animation, Lamar? No, I ain't seen your animation yet. Ooh, I got. I'm gonna tag you in it. Where you? It's on my. It's on my page. Yeah, I dropped it about a week that. ago. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a tag it to y'all. Need, y'all need to see the animation. It's beautiful. Um, Lamar, how can they get in touch with you? Let them know how they can get in touch with you, and let them know where they can go and figure, figure, read some more about Sunjoined. Yeah, you can go to sunjoined.com. Um, the website is a one, literally a one pager right now. We literally just got it up. I've been mostly working on the farms and getting with the farmers and all of that. So the website has a lot of information. I try to make it as as um, as informative as I possibly could. So go to sunjoined.com. If you want to find me, I'm on every platform as Big Mar, B-I-G-M-A-R with an H. Don't forget the H. That's how my daddy says it. He says Big Ma. So <laughs> I got to make sure I pay, pay homage to him. Love it. He always has that extra ha at the end. So B-I-G-M-A-R-H everywhere. On LinkedIn, I'm Lamar Wilson. Um, and you can find Lamar Wilson. If you look it up, you will notice me because I'm the happiest man on LinkedIn. Everybody always says I'm like smiling extra hard. That's I a am fact. Just naturally happy. Love it. Yeah. Super so, jovial. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Cause I mean, the thing is, and I'll I'll, I'll say this one last thing. Cause you don't got me in my bag. I'm I'm like philosophizing. Everything, they ain't ready. Streets ain't ready. Is, though, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> the thing is though, sis, somebody asked me the other day. Said Lamar, how things going? I said I'm living. They said you got to be doing more than living. I said no, living is it. Yeah, I said people don't understand how grateful it is, how grateful I am just to be living. Hello, because the alternative is deadly, mm. right? Like, mm. if you living, then you should be happy. Yes. Period. Full, full, complete stop. The fact that you have breath running through your body, Come on. even if you have pain, even if you have ailments, the fact that you still have another chance to see this world that we live in and breathe the air that we live and be able to be around people, right? Like, that might be the thing. Maybe you don't like living because you don't like being around people. I like being able to be connected with everyone around me. You know why? Yes. Because at the end of the day, the only thing we're going to have here is create... Our, the only thing we're going to leave here is our creativity and our DNA. Mm -hmm. So it's like every single day, think about creating something new every day and realize that that DNA you leave behind and your children... And, Make sure that you spread to them love so that that seed of love will continue to birth more and more seeds. Because at the end of the day, like I said, living is all it is. When somebody asks me, how you doing? I say living. Lamar, you got no, I'm living. And that's it. I'm living. And, and TT, I'm living, sister. I I'm love living it. love and I'm loving life. That's what I know. I'm living too, baby. Life is good. And, I, you know, people always say life is short, but I like to say life is long, baby. Life is long. Yeah. Sip it slow. Sip it That's like a it. good Kentucky bourbon, baby. Sip it slow and savor it That's and enjoy it, right it. I love it. I love it. That's it right there. Brother Lamar, thank you so much. You are the jam and the jelly. I appreciate it. Um, Y'all definitely research him. Look up and look, you know, look up him and his information, his business. I need y'all to go ahead and look up, uh, look up him, read up on him. You know, watch it. They, I've seen a couple good TED talks on him. You know, you ain't got to make a big deal out of it. Get an audio book or something. Educate yourself, um, and and figure out how you can get involved because you know, this is we're in a beautiful time now. We we take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. I thank you kindly, Mr. Lamar. I'm gonna send you the information what? for oh, Brother you? MIT, and I will send you. Um, yes. I'm gonna tag you in my in my animation video. You're gonna love it. Yeah, and thank you kindly. Thank you for allowing me to grace your wonderful show. I like, appreciate. Real talk. It. I mean, I love I love talking with you, sister. Thank you. I really do. Likewise. You got you got, you got some. You got something good here. I appreciate tell it. You Joe do Rogan, too. You better watch out. I said, what'd you say? <laughs> you better tell Joe Rogan he better watch out. <laughs> like, like real talk. Listen. You on that level, real talk. I appreciate it. I love Joe Rogan too. He's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I feel that way too, man. I feel flossy, baby, because I got the, I got the jamminess. You know, the, the people that I have on this, I tell people all the time, yo, pay attention to who I have on this show. They are, they're amazing, they're amazing. I'm, I'm kind of, an, I got vision. I can see things in people that are beautiful and powerful. And so if I have people on the mm. show, just know, 
I'm doing this not because, not only because I like to run my mouth, because I do, but also I truly believe in the edification of our people and, and being able to disseminate information in a way that's easily digestible, that doesn't, you know, involve a whole lot of, you know, hoity-toity jargon and all kind of stuff. And um, I, I like informing people and I like people to be able to come to me and be like, hey, I want to know about X, Y, Z and then be able to deliver. That brings me joy. So I'm happy. Right. I know somebody's going to listen to this show and be inspired. People are going to continue to be able People still hit me up about the crypto show like, girl, I ain't know nothing about Bitcoin. I thought it was a scam till I heard your show. <laughs> And I, you know what I mean? But I like stuff like that because it, it just means that we're, we're touching people. So I thank you kindly. Yeah. Much love to Coinda. You know, I love me some Coinda. I pop in and out because I've been yeah, doing a whole I'll bunch of other you. stuff. But I love me some Coinda. I'd love to support everything that's going on. And um, you be blessed, sir. You too, ma'am. I'll All talk right. to you later. All right. You take care. All right. Later. Thank y'all for rocking with me for another episode of TT Talks. Brother Lamar Wilson, thank you so much for doing what you do. If you want to know more about SunJoin, you can go to sunjoin.com. That's S-U-N-J-O-I-N-E-D.com. You can also join the group on Facebook. That way you can figure out what we're doing, man, because we big hemp and plant and seeds. <laughs> yes, big hemp and baby. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about this project. Y'all check it out. Y'all keep rocking with me. I appreciate your support. See y'all next time. Peace.